<laughs> Welcome to Notorious Women, everyone. I'm Lavetta. And I'm Miriam. And we are Notorious Women, a comedy podcast about some of history's most notorious women. That's right. How you doing, darling? I'm good. I'm hanging in. How are hanging you doing? Uh, hanging in there. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I keep rewatching you. And I know it's been out for a oh. while, but like, I am obsessed. Have you been watching the show? Listen, I watched, I think, like three episodes and I was liking it, but it got like dark. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, because it's dark. It's a dark story. It's supposed to be really good. I'm the only one of my friends that that don't like regularly watch it. I mean, it is kind of like and you mean three episodes of the first season. Is that what you I mean? I do. I do. Okay. I do. mean, I really am behind. This was years ago. <laughs> OK, so, yeah, we're what in the fourth season. And mm-hmm. I have to say. If it I like I like a serial killer kind of thing. I'm a true yeah, crime yeah. person. Um, shout out to my favorite murder, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, uh, it's uh, true. She, she talks about it all the time. <laughs> I do. What's up, Georgia? And oh God. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Georgia and Karen. Listen. They're gonna kill us. <laughs> that's fine. I listen, I teach Pilates, right? And so I I will have you can come to my class twice a week for like two years. I will forget your name. I will know everything about you. I will know why your left elbow is weird and your right ankle got wonky. I will know that and I will know how to help you, but I will not know your name. I won't. It is so funny. I was just listening to them today, but I know George and I've been a day oneer, uh, Georgia and Karen, uh, but my favorite murder. So Obviously, I'm a big uh, true crime person, yes, you like are. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, I was all into you. And then, like, even the third season, I was like, come on, I'm going to need this boy to get his comeuppance. I'm going to need him yeah. to get it. But then fourth season, they're in England. And, like, I love how they rebooted the story. Like, I'm loving this. I don't like that they split it into two parts. I'm not happy about that. But I just keep rewatching it because I think... I just love how they rebooted it. I love the feel of it. It feels very cozy, even though, again, it's I about know. murder. Like, honestly, like, I almost, it's funny you're bringing this up because the other night I was like, I don't know what to watch because I don't know what to watch ever. Um, unless it's a baking show, in which case I'm ready for you. Um, and I, I <laughs> almost started it and then I was like, uh, you gotta love it. I, I okay. say click on it because okay. okay. it's very cozy. It's very, it's clever and it's, it has some of the original DNA, which made you fall in love with the show, but it's different. So it's okay. like, I think if you didn't like first season, you're like, ah, you will like second season. Okay. Like, you okay. know, because we're in the midst of like, you know, glass onion, knives yes. out, kind of yes. like, I love bodies, bodies, bodies. I love all this iteration <laughs> of like American murder mysteries. Um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, funny. I'm here for it. I yeah. actually love to read murder mysteries. I, for whatever reason, sometimes on the screen, like I can't handle it. Um, my very delicate nature, you know, but, um, but a book all day that said, and I've told you this before, Murdoch mysteries are my jam. 
I, you know what, Murdoch, I, I just can't, I think it's the, the aesthetic of Murdoch Mysteries, but I heard, I've it's seen fair. it, I watched it, uh, I saw a, a, a glimpse of it, a clip of it, like, recently, and I was like, oh, it looks very different than what it did in the beginning of the series. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, it is, it's different, it's a different energy. I'm an Anglophile, so I'm a Praro, uh, you know, yes! Miss Marple, yes! Tommy and Tuppence, like, I also watch, I'm a big, I have, I actually subscribe to Brit Box. <laughs> and acorn like that's how crazy i am yeah i know that about you but but yes maybe not everyone does so i i'm all about the murder mystery so i i I would say check out you uh season four okay 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 yeah i think i I think you'll like it like nothing's like anything is not perfect but i think it's it's if you like murdoch mysteries because it feels more like like obviously i'm in love with um poker face like Mm -hmm. it's it feels (laughs) like something that you would recognize it has the dna so i think you'll like it so oh my god i know we have to get started did you watch did you ever watch quantum leap oh yeah you mean the old one or the new one i mean it all i mean it all yeah of course (laughs) okay so i'm not going to do the whole opening of the original series theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime because i (laughs) what i want to i really want to um it's 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 obnoxious how much I want to. Um, have you watched it? It's so good. So I was obsessed with it, and I rarely like a reboot. Like, I get really excited, and then I'm like, oh, it's not gonna be as good. It is as good. Have you watched oh, it? Oh, I gotta check. I haven't watched a new one. It is as good, and it's like, I don't. I would never say better. I would never say better. I apologize for almost saying it's better because it's not because. I love the original so much, but it it's taking a twist and it's also embracing today. There's like trends issues. There's there. They just dive in and that like I love them so much. I love them so much. All right. Okay. I have to check it out. I mean, you don't have to pull my arm. I I, I remember liking um, the original and Scott Bakula is Girl, he's been yes. a He's Damn. been a Star Trek captain, so of course. I mean, come obviously. On, like, come on. All right. Uh, no, it's it's and and because I loved Scott Bakula and I loved Dean Stockwell, like, and I love put that. I currently I love them all. Like, I now love these new people. Okay. And this, huh? this I almost never love a reboot, but I love this check reboot. it out. Yeah, I think I think they did the same thing with you know it's network television, but I I the Hawaii. Um, uh, the uh, no, what's the one with uh, oh, Magnum the, guy, the mustache? Yeah, the Magnum PI. I thought that was a good reboot. I was like, oh, I like that. Oh. I like that they um, but I just have to say, I, we mentioned Star Trek because I'm a Trekkie also. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a big nerd over here, but uh, yep. the, we lost the Borg Queen. Okay, I don't know what you just said, but I'm um, sorry for your loss. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the actress uh, she played. Oh, the real person. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the actress the Susanna Thompson, she okay. played the the Boar Queen, um, and oh. uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, Boar Queen Anna. Da, da, da. Yeah, she played the more recent Boar Queen because the original Boar Queen was someone else. But um, but we lost uh, her name is Annie. Actually, her name is Annie Worshing, um, okay. and she played the Boar Queen in Picard. And then the original Borg Queen and the original Star Trek um, Next Generation was Alice oh. Cree- Creege. Creege? 
Uh, but Anna Wershing, who was so young, she was like 40 something and she Wait, died. How does she die? That's awful. Uh, I was cancer. Oh, my God. Fuck cancer. But when you see her, she was on 24. She was in a, like a ton of stuff. Uh, yeah. She was in uh, like just a ton of stuff. But I when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, we lost the board queen. She was so good because the original board queen was yeah. so gangster. But like when in the Picard version, when the board queen came, I was like, oh, my God, I thought it was the same one. But that's really? how good she was. Yeah. Listen, I thought you were talking about a plot point. When I was being flipped, let me just be clear. I, it is not. I am so yeah. sad. That's awful. Oh, yeah. We we lost a board queen. R.I.P. R.I.P. to her family. And like, yeah. So, but it's so sad. So young. Yeah. And just so like, hold your, your loved ones close, people. Be kind to each other because you never yeah. know when you're going to lose people. That's true. So, but yeah. But uh, we should get started. Yes. Uh, I believe you are first this week. So who's your notorious woman for me? So my notorious woman this week. This is a fascinating story. Okay. Um, Because this goes back in the day. Um, I, I'm going to tell you my source before I even tell you anything. It's okay. uh, Mutual Misunderstandings, Gesture, Gender, and Healing in the African-Portuguese World by James H. Sweet. So I, I sometimes go searching for things and I find random things. It's not easy to find. But so we don't know when she was born exactly, but uh, it happened in 1556. 1556, we, wow. Uh -huh, so back in the day. Uh, and we don't know what circumstances led her to be come a slave of Paulo Manriquez. Um, Manriquez. So I'm assuming she was enslaved by a Portuguese person? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and we know that she arrived in the Portuguese Azores in 1556 from her homeland of Benin, which is in West Africa. Okay. Um, and... Uh, so Parts I'll of, just uh, Dahomey also Benin is what we say today, but oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, just I believe so. I could I, I believe you. Um, uh, again, I, I only know very little, but I want to bring her to our attention because it's she's she's fascinating. So she is a trans woman. Um, you know why we're covering her because trans women are women. They are women. And I think, okay, here's, I want to share. Take that, Ron DeSantis in your terrible boots. He's anyway, such, sorry. He's such a motherfucker. You such can quote me on that. Anyway, um, yes, I'm sorry. I mean, Go I say on. the same about Hitler. Ron DeSantis could suck it. Um, suck it. Yeah. Total side note. Um, the reason I'm bringing her this story is, let me tell you a quick, 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 quick story. Did I, I've probably told you this before. I don't remember, but. When I remember, like, remember social media before it was social media, like MySpace, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a 15 year old out there like, what is MySpace? I don't know her. Exactly. That's why she <laughs> left. But she was here for a hot minute. And I was like having like one of the earlier arguments you could have with an old friend. And what he said was. But gay was invented in the 90s. Like, what? Now, this is not 
a story of gay. This is a trans story. I understand that. But in terms of like LGBTQI and queer stories and queer stories and history, this kid genuinely believed that gay was not a thing until the 1990s. 1990s, not the 990s, not the Mm -hmm. 1590s, not the 1690s. Not not the two are the negative four billion, which is the reality of human history. But 1990s. So I was like, how far back can I find a A beautiful story, right? Of any, yeah, a queer person of, and I found her. Um, And I mean, it's not gonna be very long because, you know, it's the 1556s. And she's a black trans woman and like, wow, wow. But like, let her story shine, you know? So amazing. Wow. She was given clothes that was more typical of a man by her master because obviously he's a son of a bitch. Um, and yep. she found ways to create clothes from like old discarded woolen cloth that she found in her master's stables to make appropriate clothing for her. Okay. Um, I, I will describe the clothing because it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, and it's, have you said her name? I haven't. Okay. Her, we okay. only know her first name is Victoria. Victoria. Okay. Victoria. Maybe Vittoria. I did. I don't even remember. Okay. I have Swiss So Victoria is living her best life. Okay. Yeah. Even though she's yeah. in, in, been Listen, enslaved. Okay. She's been enslaved. She gets to land and says, yeah, no, I'm going to fix it. And she does it. I love yep. her. Um, So she earned a living selling sexual favors to men. Um, because at this time, like what she earned a living, I thought she was a slave. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so the way it worked, I I don't I really only know in this space and this time period, like in Portugal, is that the you would you would sleep in your master's home and you would have certain things you had to do for him. But during I say him because I you know patriarchy and all that shit. Um, but during the day. All the slaves could go off and and ply their wares and and make a living. And they had like they were I think they were given like dinner at their master's home, but they had to get their own meals during the day and they could have their own money. Uh, They had to give a percentage of it back to their owner. But um, it sounds like could create a life a little bit. It sounds more like indentured servitude almost. Like yes, but what I'm writing for indentured servitude has an or, end date. Yeah, or does. it could it could be just this was the form of slavery prior to the the um, the chattel. the explosion that became mm-hmm. uh, the Atlantic uh, slave trade, uh, transatlantic slave trade, and chattel slavery. Right. So it could Which, be this is yeah. probably the more accurate uh, ancient. A uh, form of slavery that probably existed for thousands of years before. It, it's a little bit like I'm sure you've had to deal with it. So I'll talk about it. How like people are like, oh, well, slavery was forever. Like we, we go starts at human history. Why are you blaming America? Well, because America created chattel slavery. And, America in the West, yeah, and yeah, yeah and the West. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people supported it. They should also rot in hell. But um, but it definitely was much more aggressive, much more awful. And we should, you know. And it's also, it's a kind of bondage where like you, like it's, 
it's stigmatized through like uh, something that you can find like a, a person's skin tone, right? But right. then, like you said, it's chattel slavery, so it reproduces itself, and it's the the whole purpose is to not end. Whereas, right. like in ancient slavery uh, structures, you could you were a slave, but your children weren't necessarily slaves, right? right. And so, that, yeah, I mean, anyone who's a parent knows the difference. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, um, so that's interesting. So, at, in the evening, she would go off and and make money on her own as well, a sex worker. Okay. Yeah, or well, I think I think it was during the day. Oh, okay. um. But then she was then taken, her master took her to Lisbon, which is a more of a thriving city. Um, okay. And she was able to actually run her prostitution business out of a small house near the docks. It was a- oh, she became a madam. Okay. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Um, so there were merchants, carters, fallers, fishmongers. I honestly don't know two of the four things I just said um, out there. What's a carter? <laughs> Who's a carter? A faller? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so African slaves comprised nearly 10% of the city's total population. Um, really? And they figured prominently among those working on the docks. 10%? Yeah, wow. that's a lot. That's a that's lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. Um, so, I mean, she could kind of have a life. Like... Yes, yeah, as, as much as you could have in that circumstance, but yeah, wow. Um, so, as with all stories that involve white European men, things don't last great forever. Oh, so, she uh, she did a lot of other jobs as well. She carried like a very f- woman. A women's jobs were carrying a vessel of water on her head. Um, it was it was also a prominently like a job held for African women as well. At the t- I don't know if like there were other places as well, so I don't want to discount. Um, and they would sell that water too. So she did a lot of things to make her money. Yeah, she's is a gig economy. Basically, it's a gig economy. Yes, fifteen ninety something. Okay, fifty six, fifty six. So occasionally she would sometimes was seen uh, doffing a hat as though a man would doff a hat and someone was bored and an asshole and decided to let that doubt her gender because oh god yeah um because assholes are gonna asshole assholes are gonna asshole yep and Victoria, listen, <clears throat> minding her own business. Seriously. Yep. And these people had nothing better to do than to start to wonder, like to start to question her gender. Hmm. Um, which is really heartbreaking because she's just doing her own thing. She's not. I don't like where this is going. Tr- yeah, do we need so to do a trigger warning? Um, uh yeah, I, I'm going to, I would say let's do a trigger warning here because okay. this is, this is, um, this is hard. This is hard, okay. but I, yeah, but I want to share her story so that yeah, her exactly. story lives on. And you have to bear witness uh, yeah. to, her, to her humanity and, and share her story. And hopefully um, someone will 
uh, who's not us, who's actually a historian, uh, or uh, who has some kind of pull, will, you know, uncover even more details of her yeah, life. Yeah, so. and, and like, yo, make the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so they they went to her master's family and asked, what? Really? Nothing better to do? Um, and a servant woman who lived in the house said that she had been castrated. Now, I wonder if that servant woman was actually trying to help her. Mm. I I doubt it. Because if she wanted to help her, she'd be like, she's a woman. Get out of my, get off my property. Bye. Peace. Yeah. Um, so at the house that she ran her business, right, at her, her brothel, it was, so this is sort of an interesting, it's, it's a very, not sort of, definitely an interesting side note, um, that as many as seven or eight men could be found outside her house. And some were inside and others were waiting to finish so they could go inside, which what it sounds like is just a bunch of men trying to have sex. Well, it sounds it. like Victoria was a uh, yeah, it sounds like she was very, very popular. Uh-huh. Um, so it turns out that she was popular because Victoria was a healer, um, not huh. not just sexually, but um she did have sex and she was a prostitute, but she or sex also, worker, as we say, or a, I'm sorry, a sex worker. Yeah. Yes. Um, which should be a totally legal profession. Amen I'm, to that sister. You know, amen to that. Um, I mean, it's thriving. You might as well make it legal and safe. I, yeah. And safe. Oh my God. So many opinions I have. <laughs> All right. So, um, and where she comes from, she was fully accepted as a healer and that and and people because i think there were a lot of slaves from her area recognized that in her and and she was doing really well okay and this oh, is the, so the men i'm sorry so the men who so there were you were saying there were men lined up and they're like oh she's popular but it's like they were lined up for uh um, not only that probably sexual you know uh services but also for her healing services yes. And they, she was known as a healer. As as a healer, exactly. Wow. So um this was all happening and then some motherfucker had to cause a problem. The Portuguese Inquisition. Oof. That, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. Um arrested her on charges of sodomy. Ugh. So this is this is very much a trigger warning. Um this is hard but i'm gonna share the story um under questioning she did insist she was a woman with all the women parts um she said she had the anatomy to prove it and um they demanded to know you know what they considered the truth okay so mm -hmm. just imagine this you're minding mm -hmm. your own business you've already mm -hmm. been enslaved right like you you're brought to this foreign land and you're like, I'm just going to do the best I can here. So I'm going to live my life the way I was living when I was yeah, chilling back yeah. at home. Yeah, and this was totally acceptable, accepted and normal. Yeah, but you have to deal with being in bondage and then, mm -hmm. you know, starting finding finding a way to make a living uh, on top of that. So you do this and then but you continue you're able to continue healing like your healing services, because if you're yeah. a healer, you're born healer. Yes. Um, and yes. you can you can't help but do that. And you want to help people. 
And the people work it around and people are like, yeah, you're a healer. I need your help. And then the satisfaction you get from that, you're just minding your own fucking business. And here these assholes come. The Inquisition. That can never be yeah. good. I mean. And then to, to <sighs> demand, take off your clothes. Let me see what you look like naked. What? And listen, listen, I, you know, I think sometimes we have a very skewed view, you know, uh, media has thoroughly fucked up our view on trans people. Um in a lot of ways. And I, I like, listen, I, this is me. I'm cis, I'm fine. I, you know, I, I remember having to go to a doctor to look at something in private parts when I was younger. It was horrifying. Taking off your clothes just to to go to the doctor is horrifying for most human beings, but then to be demanded these weird, like officials demanding that you do it. So they can poke around your body is just a whole nother level of like, like horror. Like she must have been horrified. And and that's it's really I think it's really important to get like that's abuse. Like oh, yeah. what they did no, to her well, was it's, absolute yeah. abuse. And from what I read, they just looked. Uh, but I'm here to say that. Just looking is abuse. Yeah. Demanding to look like you yeah. think you have a right, you know, and it's it's so sad because she doesn't have status because no. uh, she's enslaved. Uh, she's in this foreign country with these weird pale people. Yeah, uh, yeah I went there. Uh, <laughs> and um, she's also just trying to live her life. And then these people, I just I think people don't think about that. Like they think, oh, I'm just curious. I just want to know. But it's like. Imagine somebody turning around to you and being like, I want to see what's underneath, like, take off all your clothes. I want to, yeah. I want to inspect you. Imagine you're anybody and yeah. that happens to you. Yeah. Like we, we need to call the spade the spade. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, have you heard about this new law? I'm sorry, sidetrack where some, I don't know some fucking state It's probably a Southern state. And I could say that cause I'm Southern, but like where they're trying to pass a law where I think it's fucking Florida. It's probably Florida. Florida, And I don't even know what you're going to say. Where they're demanding to see the menstrual cycle records. Okay. It is Florida. I've been following it. They overturned it. They tried to defend it first. They were like, well, we actually need to know due to the health and bullshit, 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 bullshit. And then they did overturn it because... That's fucked up. For now, but it'll probably come back because it's fucking I Florida. Mean, it's fucking Florida, girl. That uh, I have a friend who lives in that state and every time she's like, I hate it here. <laughs> like Jess Oh yeah. State. Why do you think yeah. I'm from Florida? Why do you think I'm I like, know. I gotta get the hell out of here? Yeah, no. Because it's fucking Florida. It's fucking Florida. Uh sorry, Disney World. Um <laughs> So they put her on um, trial, they examine her and yeah. Um, and and, and charge her with sodomy, you said? They charged her with sodomy. Um, the final report concluded, this is a quote, ha- she had the physical character of a man and none of a woman. She was given the life sentence in the, given a life sentence in the king's galleys. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know what happened to her after that. I mean, I assume Aww, she passed. Baby. But, you know, it, it, she, she led... A, rel- a short life as far as I can see, but you, you know, know, I mean, I'd like to hope that 
she was able to get out. They forgot about her, moved on to persecuting somebody yeah. else, and she was right. able to get out. But, you know, it's so interesting because they did this to a slave. Like, so it wasn't bad yeah. enough that she was ripped from her homeland nope. to, to become a slave to this weird place called Europe. Nope. But then they, on top of all of that, they convict her for living out loud and proud. Like, and then we yeah. lose track of her in the uh, public record. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. They, I mean, honestly, too, like I found this one article written by this man. I appreciate that he wrote it. Um, heart, it it's not an easily accessible story at that. Yeah. Um, and, and then, so I, so there's later cases. Uh, okay. They, they call it African sodomites. But like, oh God. you know, fuck that word. Um, yeah. But that was how the Europeans phrased it. Because Europeans are assholes. Sorry, dudes. Like, you know, let's do better. I mean, you know, yeah. much of Europe well. is doing better. But uh, there was another person they found from Central Africa uh, who did the same thing in Portugal. Uh, and he explained that in the language of Angola and Congo, they called them Jimbanda. Um, Jimbanda. And the, the Portuguese, his motherfuckers, were like, oh, that means passive sodomite. No, it oh, doesn't. It doesn't. So they interpreted. So I have yep. a question, though. So you yeah. said he. So yes. was it like, What do we have a name for? Well, what, what it was, as far as... I can is it like two-spirit? Is it like two-spirit for yes. Native American? And or so, okay. Yes. So I uh, I don't know enough about or this. Or non-binary? Uh, from how they described it then, in every sort of this, this guy kind of talked about it. So it really meant healer, right? And they oh, it was, okay. if, if you were born with male parts, but you were feminine you were considered like godly and a connection to the spirits and you were very important to that tribe and every tribal chief had they called it uh jinbada banda sorry if i'm saying that wrong um and they were honored and they were very very important so mary you telling me that our trans and non non non-binary uh ancient folks were uh deities is that what you're saying yes that's what the fuck i'm saying yes yeah yeah. Pray to your friends who are Take trans. That Thank you. Fucking Florida. Fuck you, Florida. All the people you are trying to discriminate against and erase from history. They've been here since the beginning of time. Yes. And they were considered deities. I was Fuck like, it's, you. it's not just that they were here. They were right. fucking godly. They godly. were they were the greatest um advisors. They mm. controlled a lot of history because they, you know, a lot of chiefs wouldn't do anything without the approval of the Jinbada. Um, oh, and it's almost like it's, you know, I can imagine though, because you're like, oh, they have access to uh, the masculine, the feminine and the spiritual. Yeah. Right? So it's, yeah. it's like our Holy Trinity. We say Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But it, I'm like, it should not be Father, Mother and Son. I'm just... Uh... <laughs> I feel like that's wrong. Uh, I mean, 
<laughs> but it just sounds like that because it's so interesting how like when you go back in history, it's like people were a lot more spiritually advanced. Yes. And intellectually no, I, advanced than yeah. they are, quote unquote, the modern world. It's just and really it, interesting. It, from my perspective, like as a white cis woman growing up in America, I feel like I felt since I was like in my early 20s, just some sense of like, I don't was never really given a good sense of like the world and how the world really works. And I feel like I've been, maybe that's how you and I got together. I've been clawing my way, trying to figure out like really the history of humanity, like really where do we come from and, and who we are, you know, like, yeah. And I, I mean, again, we are, we are assuming Victoria is a trans woman because she took on the name of Victoria yeah. Um, and so, but she may have, you know, they didn't have language for it back then. Well, obviously they probably did have language that we just can't translate properly. It was the uh, fact, yeah. The fact that she said, I am a woman with all women parts tells, yeah. tells me that, that she was a trans woman. Yeah. But, you know, not, so, you know. but we know that we are two cis women, uh, that we may have this wrong. Uh, so we obviously want to make room uh, for the fact that I know me, I'm a, I'm a basic bitch. Uh, and, uh, mm. uh sometimes I, I'm, I'm a little slow on the uptake and, um, I don't want to say I'm open. But... <laughs> Screw I'm you. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the basicest of bitches. I love, but... I love a pumpkin spice latte. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> but what we're saying is that we have open hearts and open minds yeah. and we are here to learn. Uh, but this is just so beautiful that you wanted to share Victoria's story. Uh, and show people, you know, people, this may be helpful for, you know, cis people out there, uh, cis or straight people, uh, or cis straight people who are, who may have little ones in their lives, yeah. who are trying to express uh, how they feel, but they don't have the language, but how they're feeling inside. So maybe this is a little guideline for, you know, those adults who are like, oh, this is something to tell them, like, Oh, no, what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, there have been human beings throughout the since the beginning of history that it, have felt like, the same thing or exactly. similar thing. If you could tell that child, it's natural. Yep. This this is natural. This is part yep. this is this is part you have a long history yep. um to connect to and yep. who who you are is beautiful and exactly yep. who you're supposed to be. Exactly. And you can tell those uh, motherfuckers to suck it. Uh, yes, yes. Or send them my way. I'll tell them to suck it. That's fine. Yeah. You know. Because knowledge is power. But that is just so, I'm just, I wish we could hear. I wonder if in in Portugal, if they have a little bit more information about her yeah. fate. But I'd like too. to believe that um, she, but at the very least, I'd like to believe that her life ended uh, not tragically or she was able to at least come back to her friends and family um, to remove herself from that, or at least go back to a life where she can find joy. But I yeah. will say it sounds like she had that joy, um, in, uh, Benin, um, and yes. even, uh, a little bit of that joy when she was, uh, enslaved and brought to Portugal. And then, but you know, it's also, it's telling how she was living her life out loud and yes. finding joy and continuing to help people. And that's still not enough to assholes. Yeah. Because they will come for you. This is why when you say I'm not political, I can't get involved because sooner or later it's going to come to your doorstep and you have to stand for something. Yep. You know? I mean, you can't, you can't, 
listen, if you're not political, then you're political in a bad way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, apolitical I, is not a choice in these times. It's there are it's I've talked to people who are like, well, I'm not political. But then you get them talking and they are political. They just don't realize it. Yeah. I mean, listen, if they're asking for uh, the menstrual cycle records of child athletes, uh, you you probably should err uh, on the side of that's not nice. That's not right. Um, so, yeah. So fuck those assholes. But uh, more importantly, let's get back to Victoria. So that <laughs> but thank you so much for um, like telling her story, even though we have we don't have a lot I mean, of. It's very short material. Yeah, but I I just like, just so you know. And also that there's a whole society or, yeah, a whole society of individuals who were were deified and held up to high status in their communities. Um, And, you know, colonization and enslaved, you know, the slave trade really obscured and destroyed a lot of... um, uh, spiritual teachings and yeah. spiritual attitudes that made us far more advanced than than we yep. are now. It really fucked it all up. It like fucked it all up, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, can we like admit that it, we've uh, fucked it all up? Can we not like be like, well, it was good because? Can we not? Can we like pull the well out and be like, it was really bad? Yeah, I, uh, as a black person, uh, yeah, yeah you're good with uh, that. I thought you might be. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. uh, the slave trade and fuck all you douchebags who did it. So I, I, yeah. I feel like I, would t- I was talking to some white supremacist person once because they love me. Um, <laughs> and they do. It's problematic, but it gives me like a little in and maybe changing their mind a little, you know, oh and they, they, they said, well, we became a world power. And I said, you know what? I would be like super okay if we struggled for a long time and not had slavery. And they looked at me like I had three heads, but I feel like that shouldn't be an odd thing to say, right? Well, like also, that- I would take issue with that. We became world power i think yeah when he says we he means the white people from yeah, europe because yeah. it sounds well, like the rest of the world was doing fine uh they were fine yeah it sounds like they yeah. were you know the mayans the Aztecs. they, they oh, seemed yeah. like they were doing fine like they were good you know the yeah. africans were you know they're doing fine mm-hmm. like you know they everybody's fighting each other but so were the europeans like but i mean they were, they were fighting fine. each other so were you motherfuckers you had wars entitled the hundred years war a hundred years. Like, really? <laughs> Again, our favorite topic here, white on white crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing you say. <laughs> you mean white on white crime? I know. It's really a problem. We need oh to fix God. it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, darling, for that. Victoria. Uh, yes. Oh, I hope that she went to a beautiful place in heaven. Yes. yes. I know and- she's there. Yes, and uh, continued her healing. Okay, so I am actually going back to the ancient world as well. And okay. I, don't, I don't know if this is ancient, but uh, old timey. Uh, my notorious woman this week is uh, a Chinese woman. Okay. And my sources from today come from AmazingWomenInHistory.com, TheCultureTrip.com, and OffColor with the U.org. So OffColor.org. Oh, British Off-Color. Yes. British Off-Color. Mm, cause you know uh, I'm British. Nah. 
telling you, two episodes of Downton Abbey and now she's British. Mm. Uh, what, Levetta, darling, what are you talking about? Like, I really had to work for that sentence I just said, but I'm pretty <laughs> proud of it. So... Well, my notorious woman this week is um, by the name of, and uh, she's Chinese. I don't speak Chinese, so please forgive my pronunciation. Okay. My um, stupid American accent, <laughs> so forgive me. But her name is Lin Xinyang. Lin Xinyang. Okay. Uh, and she was born in 1629. Wow, she goes back. Yeah, not as ba- far back as Victoria, but... Uh, pretty far back. Uh, and she was born towards the end of the Ming Dynasty. Okay. Uh, to an impoverished military family. Uh, now, despite her family's poverty, her father made sure to give her proper instruction in the use of the sword, the spear, and martial arts. Oh, which okay. I think we need to bring that practice back. I think yes. we need to teach all little kids, especially little girls. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. How to the fight sword, with a spear. The spear. And what was the last one? Martial arts. Martial arts. General. Yep. 100%. I think. In case somebody get out a, a little touchy, a little handsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little we can have just, that. Yeah, just yeah. stab them, impale them with a spear. I, I, I'm all her, for that. Uh, good on her yeah. father being I like, know. my little girl's going to be a badass. Yeah. So uh, when she was at the age of six, when she was six, uh, okay. She was said to be able to wield a sword with deadly precision. At six? So, at six. So much so you had to believe it to see it. So it reminds me almost wow. of um, uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp, where she's playing the guitar at six. Oh, yes. Where And I, I look back at myself at six and I was like, oh, no, I could not. I was working and on my handstands and, you yeah, know, I was falling exactly. a lot, you know. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to... I was working on my backflip. Like, okay. that's what I was working on. Not, I mean. Not playing with a sword. I'm just, you know. I mean, I, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't I wasn't at the backflip portion of my life yet. So you are ahead of me. No, just, I was still working on it. I was still, oh, okay. like, trying to perfect it and, and failing miserably. Uh, it's okay. Where it's okay. She was able to kill people with uh, a sword at six. So, yeah. Wow. Um now, but when she was a teenager, so it sounds like her and her, her family were pretty close, even though they were Aww. poor and pretty great. close. But when she was a teenager, her parents were killed. What? Yeah. And she was left with no family to care for her. To uh, So she had to turn to sex work to survive. Man, life was hard. This world, man. Whew. Like nowadays you you might have to go in the system but then you turn 18 you get a job you go to school or but you're still in school but back then your parents died it was like you just you go to sex work yeah like yeah Yeah. now she even though she had to turn to sex work it's believed that she still while having you know having to do this uh during the day she worked uh so she would work uh let me uh rewind back a little bit so during her sex work, she it's believed that she would work long days um, during the day on the the bank of the Qingwan Chu, the Qingwan the Qingwa Qinghui Chu, Qinghui really Chu okay. Okay. River. <laughs> we near, can Google that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's near modern day Nanjing. Okay. Uh, so she would spend her days on the banks looking for customers. Um, but she would spend even longer nights training 
at the end when the sun went down training and continuing her combat skills. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm exhausted. I went to bed last night, eight o'clock at night. Cause I was tired. <laughs> Cause I drove, I drove 45 minutes, taught, drove 45 picked up my children. And then I was like, I'm out. Peace. Done. Done. This woman I... is walking the, having to touch those men. That's exhausting. Right. Listen, and I get winded. I get winded by taking a trip to Target. So listen. Yes. Same. (laughs) Okay. All those people. Oh, man. So touching everything. Okay. Oh, I know. Right. Right. Uh, So she would continue her combat skills. I would also imagine it's probably making her feel close to her family. Yeah. She would, you know, remembering her parents and. Uh, but it was said during one of these like training combat sessions at night, yeah. she was spotted by uh, a feudal lord by the name of, um, okay. Okay. Ching Chu. Uh, okay. No, his name was, I'm sorry. His name was Ju Chung Chu. No, Ju Chung Shu. Okay. Ju Chung Shu. Mm-hmm. He was the feudal lord of a province called Qingchu. Okay. So Ju is the, the feudal lord and the province is Qingchu, I, I think. Again, basic right. American bitch. So I may not have that right. So, uh, but it see, it sounds like he saw her one night and I would imagine he's like, what am I watching? I mean, uh, it must have been incredible to watch her. Yeah, like, she's this beautiful young woman and she's probably dressed in her like daily wear, but right? she's like practicing combat skills. Easily so, able to murder anyone who walks in the door right now, right? Like Yeah. So by all accounts, he fell head over heels in love with her at first sight, but not because of her looks and probably the way she was dressed, but because of the way she was wielding a sword and a spear. I mean, let's be real, that's hot. I mean Yeah. So immediately he was like, come in, come with me, woman. Let's go. And she's like, what? All right. She uh, probably probably smacked him in the face and kicked him because uh, she got combat I hope, skills. I do hope so. Okay. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe he was smart and he was like, yo, what's up, girl? How you and doing, And she was girl? a teenager being like, oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop. So, but he took her away to become his lady or one of his concubines because a okay. man like this definitely got other concubines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the lord of the manor of the area. Um, But he so he was also just impressed with her. And they said that they felt like it was a love. He he actually did fall in love with her. Oh, that's that's Um, nice. And he also admired her so much so that he eventually asked her to teach his other concubines the martial art skills that she had learned. Okay, listen, that's amazing. I want to be. Do I want to be a concubine? No, I actually don't. But if I was... Well, back then, you probably wanted to be because then yeah. you could just live in a palace and not... Live in a palace. And like how many concubines? Like how often does he need me? Like not that exactly. often. Exactly. Probably right? once a month. So let's do some martial arts. Let's learn how to be a badass. Thank you for this new woman. I would love that. Yeah. I would imagine the other women are like, huh? I mean, some of them are probably <laughs> like, no, I just want to sit around and eat grapes. Uh, the others are like, okay. This is I would be so all in. I'd be like, let's go. Yeah, um, I'd be all in. So this went so well that it soon like escalated really like quickly to an all-female army. 
What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. He had a lot of concubines. Okay. Yeah. So this guy was like, huh, this is, I have to admit, I, I think that this is such a brilliant idea. Like obviously the, um, was it Dora Milaje from um, Black oh, yeah. Panther? That's based on uh, the women of Dahomey, the all-female army. Um, and so I think that, that it's such a smart thing to do, you know, like. It is. Like, You're just empowering yourself more, right? Yeah, it's, I, I just think it's so smart. So not, obviously, I'm sure this is not the first time someone brought this idea up to a man and he was like, women fight, how <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jew was Listen, like, let's do this. Let's, let's do I it. Love, I'm going to give him some credit that he yeah. was like, I will give credit where credit is due. Yeah, we're, we're going to give Jew some yeah. credit. Uh, okay. But I will say this, uh, Jew, he may have been maybe a good partner, a good feudal lord, but he wasn't good at uh, uh, hmm. keeping an eye on the province. So uh, there was oh a my. terrible drought and okay. a famine in, in the northern, uh, in northern China which brought the rebels, people who were starving, people who were upset, yeah. uh, from uh, the province of Shaxi. Okay. Um, Shaxi and Shongxi provinces in search of food. So there's a Fair. famine. They're I mean, roaming listen, the streets like, listen, we got to get food. If I'm yeah. hungry, I'm not going to be nice. So I can only imagine how they yeah. felt. Okay. So, but because Jew... Uh, didn't really take he he just didn't keep an eye on things this is why you really got to keep an eye on things yeah. um he didn't take the threats the complaints the reports that he was getting from the townspeople from his own probably his own um um security he didn't take it seriously and eventually the rebels took him hostage oh god Really? While he was at a mountain retreat. Yeah. So he was traveling away from the city, which is usually fortified. If, if, if I know anything about feudal history, usually if you're in the uh, city part, it's pretty fortified. But once you go out to the country, you're a little bit more, um, oh. vulnerable. So he was so taken hostage. He probably hostage. should not have gone on vacation that day. Got right. it. Cause again, he's not taking it seriously. People right. get desperate when they get hungry. Yes. So when so he's taken hostage, uh, Lean heard about this, and so she rallied her all female army. Okay, and turned and and led them into battle to bring him back. Okay, so they're like, let's go and get him. Peace out. So and you they, know what? Because if he gets destroyed, what happens to them? Oh, that's true too. Right, yeah. I see yeah. that. But also, I I would imagine that like you know the 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 women who join this this army you get empowered because these women were not allowed to do much of anything right um you know so this is just a way and i mean i'm a tomboy i grew up a tomboy so this is right up my alley uh but it's also the fact that he's putting his trust in these women to yeah. for protection and yeah like, you know i think it's a uh uh, high praise indeed if you're like yeah I feel like you guys can be my army so they actually they go um, to battle with the rebels okay. um, and despite managing to slay a large number of the, the rebel soldiers Lean and all her all women of uh, cadre of uh, army of concubines were outnumbered oh um, so they were they killed off a lot of them but then they captured Lean 
and they um, um well before they captured her so she's outnumbered okay she's down to the wire they asked her to surrender she said okay. you can suck it uh i'm not surrendering okay girl uh so she continued to fought, fight i i have an image it says she continued to fight until she was exhausted to to block the blow that would kill her oh. and i'm getting like a um what's that um what's that uh that movie that mel gibson won the brave heart i'm getting brave heart <laughs> yeah imagery here yeah so she's like i'm gonna fight to the death and she fought till she was too exhausted and um she was killed in this battle this final battle now the date of the battle is unknown is uncertain at least in the the um the west okay. but it is believed that she died in 1644 which would have made her 15 years old <gasps> oh my god are you first of all that is a young concubine but that was it's problematic back then as a general rule, but like, what? I feel like people's lives were condensed back then. So if her parents died when she was like 12 or 13. Yeah. And then she, ha Ugh, she had no option but to sell herself at 12 or 13. Yeah. Like, but she was reportedly around 15 years old. Let's say even if she's 18, because we don't know how I accurate mean, this is, but by, but by all accounts, she was very young. Yeah. But to have the bravery. Meanwhile, at this very young age, listen, if I was 18, I was not training a hundred no. women to battle in an army successfully. Because I would say that while they were, they were obviously like in over their heads, ultimately, they were highly successful. Even yeah. though she died, even though they lost, like, listen, yeah. me and a hundred of my friends would do nothing. Okay, we would run screaming, crying. And the fact that I have they one knew they were that outnumbered, would, that she would throw a chair. Other yeah. than that, like, but to have the fortitude to continue to fight when you're that yeah. outnumbered, right? Um, and because I would imagine they show up and the rebel soldiers are like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then they start fighting. They're like, oh, shit. Like, what? Right. And then they're like, we got to kill them all. But the fact that that she survived and they were like, OK, you will surrender. They asked her to surrender. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining a standoff. She's right. like, fuck it. I'm just going to go out in a blaze of glory. Like she's, yeah. she's Billy the Kid before Billy the Kid was a thing, even though he was a criminal. But still. I mean, uh, he was a criminal. <laughs> like she's just trying to uh, fight. She's doing her job as a part of the yeah. um, the feudal lord's army. Now, despite uh, their deaths, this all female army, um, the bravery of Lean and uh, and her her warriors greatly inspired the army that quickly showed up in their wake. So they basically were the first line wow. of defense. Yeah, that was really nice of them, honestly. Yeah. Like, and, take your time, actual army. No, no, no. I mean, it's fine. It sounds like though, but I, I wonder though because they probably were at the retreat with him when he was captured. Uh, okay. And then the other, Fair. the reinforces have to come. I'm just imagining that's, but logistically, I'm like, oh, maybe they were at the the mountain retreat with him. All of and, them. 
yeah, all of them. so they just thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he took all took them all. That's the whole point of having a uh, like a harem. That's fair. Uh, That's you know, um, and so instead of waiting, she's like, we're gonna go and get him back, and but the bravery is still just amazing. Uh, but uh, the army showed up behind and they actually defeated the rebel army. Oh. Um, and when they were defeated, uh, Ju, he, he ordered that Ling and her uh, all-female soldiers of, and, and warriors yeah. given an honorable burial. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal back then. Yeah, a big deal. Now, because this was so remarkable, uh, it didn't take long for others to start spreading the story of Ling Xiang. Okay, uh, the fifteen-year-old peasant girl who rose to live in the court, uh, then fight as a soldier and die in battle in glory. Wow, which is just the stuff that I mean. This is just damn. I mean, this is amazing because i feel like our teenagers now no <laughs> uh they couldn't even do this they, they're, they're doing this in in like video games yeah Not, listen when like, i was a teenager we weren't doing this either no no we I were mean, renting tom cruise movies at blockbuster that's what we were doing <laughs> blockbuster okay. oh my lord yeah because i'm old okay <laughs> you heard me but that's <laughs> but that's the story of lean Xiang. Lin Xinjiang, Lin Xinjiang. That's an amazing um, story. Thank you so much. Yeah, that the warrior uh, fighter born in sixteen twenty nine. Like, wow, these women are amazing. The women that we cover today are amazing. Like, they're notorious for good reasons. Yeah, we know? have a good we have a good reasons notorious episode today. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, we've said before that, you know, you can be notorious for a number of reasons. It's because yeah. you have killed somebody or been killed for standing up for your rights right. uh, or been courageous or brave um, or you've been a terrible person who's, yeah. who kills children and uh, random people on the street uh, uh -huh. for insurance money. Um, uh, yeah, that's bad. Those are bad people. We'll talk about them, too. <laughs> But like, not today. <laughs> today we're not inspired. Today. I know it's today. We are. We have to do a palate cleanser because there are so many terrible. Listen, that, that I mean, that's yeah. our thing, right? Um, that women can be horrible too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we run the uh, gamut of humanity, just like men do. <laughs> yeah, we can be horrible too, but it is very refreshing because i think sometimes from our title people think oh it's all going to be just serial killers or you know or scandalous no. uh women no. but you know we cover women like victoria who um did who was doing the best she could to live a beautiful uh life and a joy a life filled with joy and who had to pick up put up with assholes mm -hmm. um and we're dealing with lin Yang again i'm butchering her name who you know, born into an impoverished family, but, and after her parents die, she has to turn to sex work, but she's like, you know what? I make the most of it. I'm a, yes. you know, keep doing me. And then it brings her to the court and she's like, I'm still going to do me. Cause when she did her, she was able to 
really probably change. Imagine the lives of the other concubines that she changed. Right. You know, other women who may may have thought that they weren't smart enough or capable enough to become a warrior. And then imagine those women, you know, the ones that perhaps survived. Right. And they have daughters. And maybe yeah. they, you know, maybe they, they say they raise them like a little differently. You exactly. Know? Like that, that really matters. That affects a lot more than is, than, than, than is obvious, I think. Um, but I yeah. think like for you and I, for notorious women, it's to round out the lives, right? It's to make yeah. it, uh, to, to, to make the, the experience of being a woman as, as interesting and complicated because our history does not give us this, not right. in public school as you and I very well know. Uh, and it's only um, going to get worse because they definitely want to dumb up the kids even more. Yeah, they do. And that's why we're here. We're here. We're not historians. Hashtag no, not historians. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, we just want to add our little bit, you know, some of our, I'm a big podcast listener and, you know, when we came up with this idea, we just thought, what can we do to set ourselves apart from other podcasts, but also to add to it, you know, to uh, make something that's interesting, that's um, educational, but also funny, you know, because, I mean, we're a couple of funny, funny ladies. Hilarious. Uh, I do hilarious. say so myself. I do. Oh. I say it. I don't know if anyone else says it, but I say it. So it's a start. <laughs> It's definitely a start. But we always just want to educate people. And, and you know, like you said, I, I love what you just said earlier, uh, just a moment ago about like expanding, like what it means to be a woman, the, the, the stories of women's lives um, that is more complicated. It's more, um, it's not just one thing. It's not, it, women aren't, you know, virginal and pure, whatever that means. Nope. I mean, uh, some of them and, are sure, you know, yeah. but it, like whatever that means, and also whatever that means, they are whoever they say they are. Yeah, there you go. And also, too, like as a woman, like personally doing this pod, we're gonna go on. Sorry, um, it's very empowering knowing that our history, like as the the women of our history, like our ans- our female ancestors, right? Uh, I'll mm-hmm. encompass everyone. Yeah. As every female, yeah, uh, our, wom- did- our womanness, a womanness. Yes, <laughs> that's that's it. Because you know, black women um, aren't feminists. We're womanist. We're womanist. There you go. I didn't know that. <laughs> this is new. Oh cool. yeah, no, it's actually I a study. Um, I, I just, oh. but it's like uh, womanist is different than just a feminist. But okay, I like that because uh, it encompasses every woman. It also, it also, right? um, it yes, and it's inclusive of intersectionality. I like that. I'm a womanist. So, Can womanist. I be a womanist? Okay. Yeah, you could be a womanist. Um, it gives us that history to call upon when we go outside the boxes that have been designed for us. Yeah. At least, you know. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. No, I you, you can't. Again, you are what you believe. And so, but a lot of times you can't be it unless you see it or hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So to hear these stories of these remarkable women like Vittoria and uh, Lean uh, from like 1500s, 1600s who did remarkable things, you know, when you brave feel like things. you're overwhelmed, brave things, 
brave things and live their lives on their own terms. You know, it can give, hopefully it makes us a little bit braver in our everyday lives um, to maybe go outside of our own boxes. Um, and also, but it, it's so funny because I feel like when we're growing up, children are so much smarter than adults. I just feel like we're <laughs> born smart and then we get dumber uh, yeah, when we no, get socialized. Right. Yeah, 100%. Uh, because, you know, these adults are doing these horrible things in the name of protecting children. The children don't need to be protected. The, the children that, that should, the people that they should protect the children from, they're not protecting the children from them. Nope. 100%. Also, lo- miseducating children protects nobody and it, that's yeah that's what they're doing and also this whole thing like and you know i'm specific i'm, spe- I'm specifically thinking of like fucking florida but like mm-hmm. drag queens this whole th- i'm like have you met a drag queen drag queens are the best i mean they're fun <laughs> like they're super fun you know what's I creepy mean, you know what's creepy pennywise yeah. the fucking clown yeah yes. we're fine we're fine with that. We are fine with children dressing as that for Halloween. I know yeah. because yeah. I went out on Halloween with my children. What the? That's you did not fine. See, you did not see yes, children dressed. Yes, I dress. did. Yes, Pennywise, I did. Pennywise, the yes. one who eats children in the that's, sewer. Uh, that's the one. The one who eats children in the sewer. Little little babies were dressed. As, a thing is funny, but you're afraid of a drag queen. Okay, yeah, no, they could suck I it. won't. Mm-mm. It's yeah, it's it's disingenuous and we all see through it. But unfortunately, uh, this is why you need to vote. I'm gonna get on my high horse. Vote these motherfuckers out. That's the only thing they're afraid of. Not having any power, not having any power. So, I mean, I guess we can start wrapping it up, but don't get me started. These people (laughs) are like your vote doesn't matter because you know how uh, why they want you to believe that so they can get on these school boards so they can yeah. get into these local on these boards in these um and these local these state houses and pass these laws to yeah, harass okay. people. So listen, like while we're on the subject, check out your very local voting because I yes. had to be told um, that there were votes coming up. I had no idea. It's not yeah. like go- like Google it, like Google local votes and then put in your I don't like I have a friend who just sends me everything. Okay, I'll go vote for that. But like, that's where it starts. So before another DeSantis rises up. You want to know how those idiots in Congress got uh, (laughs) uh, elected? Like MTG and uh, that George Santos guy. That. (laughs) That's crazy. It's also crazy. If I wrote a script. (laughs) No, I wouldn't believe you. I'd be like, this is not believable. Sorry, we're trying to get because right before our eyes, oh like you know how we had that that section of like where we were all obsessed with the scammers on like the Facebook scammer and the yes. or the uh, the uh, what is it the uh, the dating app scan like uh, scammer Anna Delvey like you know like yeah. we had all of those right now I feel like we're moved on we're moving on to political scammers. You know, I, it's and it's there and we're like okay because like what can you do well we can vote vote we can vote vote, vote. should we write a song i think we should write a song i'm not a songwriter but i can fake it i don't know what, all right what, okay vote i, I want to vote I don't, uh, okay uh, 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 
vote, 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 vote. All right, I'll stop. We can wrap this up. There we go. That was beautiful. Really, really beautiful. That wraps it up for the latest episode of Notorious Women. Guys, remember to follow us uh, on all the things. Also, tell your friends and family about our podcast. Actually, just copy the link, send it to them. Yep. Uh, download and subscribe. And also go to iTunes and five stars. Five stars. Just- five stars. Just click the five stars. Listen, if you have an extra three minutes, you can just click write a review and be like, No, you don't even uh, need that. 45 seconds. Click. 45 seconds. These these women rock. These women rock. Exclamation point. You know. You're welcome. <laughs> See, and we Miriam, wrote it out you... for you. Right. <laughs> Miriam, do you want to tell them where they can find us? I do, and I'm ready, too. That's new. All right. So we have an Instagram, Notorious Women Podcast on Instagram. Please find us. Please comment about things, because ever so often, like a man thinks he has an opinion about things, and like... We maybe need to put him in his place. I'm just saying, like, come join us at Instagram. Unless you're a nice man and you could leave a comment. No, a nice man would be great. Then you could comment. You could tell all those other not nice men where to put it. Okay, yeah. I said it. Um, yep. We also have a Gmail, which is notoriouswmpod at gmail.com. You can, like, tell us we're great. You can tell us about other women that we maybe yeah. are not on our radar. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah especially we want to uh, do as many uh, BIPOC women as we can. Yep. You and, know, because um, we're always going to do the white ladies. We're like our yeah. white ladies. No, we're yeah, it's white fine, ladies. Yeah. It's, you know, if you like, honestly, like if you have like insight to like, a, a woman from an, another country where maybe we don't have as many resources to find things yeah. but like you do like we super welcome that because we like search sometimes it's really hard because we like literally the information is not easily available yeah so. we're just yeah uh, that's that's a great point Miriam that's a great point but we like all the ladies so yes. um, the latest man again poker face did you see what? Tim Meadows on, no we'll talk about it next week alright okay, guys okay, I'll catch up see you later <laughs> bye <laughs> Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.